Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Morning, Alan. So, Liam, you're very much in the news again on foot of the launch of the Guards, a book that we have covered in this particular programme. What happened on Monday that uh, fired you up so much? Well, first of all, look, I don't want to be all over the place, to be quite honest with you, but um, the, there's a backstory here. But before I say that, the book that they produced is absolutely an amazing piece of history of all of, uh, of what's happened in the last hundred years in Wexford. Absolutely total detail, fantastic book, so well published. And I was honoured to be asked to, do, to, uh, to launch it. But <clears throat> you have to understand where I'm coming from. My father was a guard. And uh, when I was a young when I was a young lad, um, I was a massive follower of Wexford hurling, which was at the height from the time I was five till I was eighteen. Wexford contested nearly half of all the All Irelands, so and that was the record era. So, like I had a big interest in hurling, and obviously, um, when I read the book, uh, I read about Seamus Quaid again and the entire story of Seamus Quaid, and that fired me up because at the end of the day, not fired me up as such, but. Um, this is one man's opinion, but I always had a major difficulty with guards being shot in, in, in Ireland, and, and, and uh, I just I just felt strongly about it. So that's why I actually uh, used the, the uh, article from Seamus Quaid that's in it, which is a historical, uh, you know, uh, story of of what happened in the whole uh, from start to finish of the Seamus Quaid story. And at the end of that, there was a comment in the end of it that actually uh, uh, I, I thought uh, was very interesting, to say the least. What was that comment? Well, the, Peter Rogers, I knew Peter Rogers, and um, he Peter Rogers was in Rossler Harbour, and he was on the ferries, and he married a, a local girl, uh, a very nice local girl, to be, uh, to be exact. But what happened was that when uh, Peter Rogers escaped from, from uh, or didn't escape, was let, uh, was let free after, after the good, as part of the Good Friday Agreement, um, he went on to the BBC uh, TV and he did an interview. Uh, and just reading it there now, he was, he was under direct instructions from Jerry Adams and Martin McGuinness to drive explosives in the van to Britain. And that was... That was, uh, that was what uh, he said uh, in in discussing the Seamus Quaid murder. Uh, he also accused uh, uh, Jerry Adams and Martin McGuinness that they were suffering from Alzheimer's if they didn't remember giving him those instructions. And Roger's uh, claims were rejected by Lynn Boylan of Sinn Féin, then a candidate for the European elections, and by Mary Lou MacDonald, TD, also of Sinn Féin. Now, we have a democracy, and our democracy... Uh, uh, Sinn Féin benefits from that democracy. Uh, we all should have free speech. And I'm just, just saying one man's opinion. This is just one man's opinion of what happened. But um, I just felt, again, we're looking at Mary Lou MacDonald in denial uh, over what Peter Rogers says. Now, that's what's written in the book. So I, I took it from there and, and I felt it was worthy of a comment. Now, don't forget, my father was a guard. And I was reared in a guard's house. I was reared in a terrace of guard's houses in, in the Coast Guard station in Rosslare Strand. And I have great allegiance always to the guards, and I'm very proud that my father was a guard. And as well as that, when my father died tragically, the guards gave him uh, one hell of a send-off, and Seamus Quaid was to the forefront in that. And uh, I never forgot him for that. And he was a beautiful hurler, uh, and that really was why I was so fond of him at the start, because I used to cycle into town when he was playing with the Harriers, um, and look at, at him play and play for Wexford. So... I have a, a passion for hurling. Uh, I'm proud to say I have a passion for hurling. 
and also my guards connection and here's the two coming together really and that's why I felt strongly about, about what was said. Do you not think Liam and people will expect me to put this question to you it's now time to move on we're in a new decade a new generation what's your reaction to that? Sure I have moved on I've moved on long ago. I'm in favour of the Good Friday Agreement. I'm in favour of all that was uh, happened within the Good Friday Agreement. Uh, I have no issue with any part of it. It was a big step to take. But that brought us to a new set of democracy. But democracy is under a lot of pressure again. And if you look around the world at the moment, between Trump and uh, Putin, Orban in, uh, in Hungary and Erdogan in, in uh, Turkey, and you look around, and uh, democracy is under pressure. So... Uh, we should value our democracy, but I think free speech is part of that. And I have moved on and I fully endorse that. One of the articles today in the paper says, in an impassioned speech to some 200 people at his Ferry Carrick Hotel, Mr Griffin accused the Sinn Féin leader of hypocrisy, self-righteousness and populism and stated that the IRA weren't patriots but thugs and murderers in cold blood. Strong words, Lee. They are strong words, but my dad was a guard. Okay, Seamus Quaid was a guard. What about the Quaid family for all these years? What about the Quaid family? What about the family of Jerry McCabe and all the other guards that were shot? Is it right that the people should... Like, the, the, I understand with Peter Rogers' background, but Peter Rogers escaped off the Maidstone and he was very, very tough background. I understand what the Catholics went through in the North, by the way. I was up in Dunloy training teams when we had to dive on the ground because of a sniper. I brought a kids team uh, from Ross Lair to the Falls Road and I stayed on the Falls Road. So I know and have good friends up there still. But my point was, why should our guards get shot? They're ordinary people down here doing a job and people shoot them in cold blood. Seamus was shot in cold blood. Uh, Jerry McCabe was shot in cold blood. And, all, and I'm using those two just as examples. And their families, and I just last, watched last night Angie, Angie Furlong on, on, uh, after the news, and she's talking about Nicola, who was murdered in Japan. Ten years later, she hasn't got over that, and she won't get over that. What do we ever think of all the families of the guards that were shot? Who gives the people uh, uh, to, the right to shoot our guards? And if they were going to try and do something uh, illegal, why wouldn't they not just not murder someone in cold blood and just hand themselves up and go and take the, do their time? Uh, I, I just felt that's, uh, that's a disgrace, and I think uh, it shouldn't have happened. And also, I did say that Martin Ferris was sitting in the in Air and beside Mary, Mary Lou MacDonald. And Martin Ferris organised a, a, a homecoming for the people who murdered Jerry McCabe to go down through Limerick and back to Kerry. And from my point of view, that was totally uh, unacceptable in any democracy that that should happen because it made absolute, uh, uh, tore up all the rule books that should happen. And they had been released by the government because of the Good Friday Agreement, and then to slap it back into the faces of the McCabe family. Mm. That was totally unnecessary, totally wrong. And uh, I, I didn't see him being reprimanded for it. I didn't see him being expelled or anything like that for, for it. But I can tell you this much, she in fain to be calling for the expelling of anybody else who will do something like that in the doll. So you can't have what's known as cognitive dissonance. Two, uh, two, two theories in your head at the same time and they're polar opposite. That can't happen like. And uh, we, we are fighting for the future as well as we go on from here now. Uh, well, I will give them the right to reply. I will contact Mary Lou's people and give her the right to reply. But, uh, I mean, going forward, Liam, what, what are you calling for today? Are you calling for a full and frank apology? Are you calling for anything? I'm not calling for anything. This is one man's opinion at a lunch with guards who were having a book and I solely supported the guards and I'm giving my account of why I felt Seamus Quaid was murdered and, and his family were there for all of those years without him. His wife was never the same again after he died. 
and all of those guards that that uh, were shot. So why wouldn't I say that at a meeting? This is just one man's opinion. I don't want any reply from anybody. I just made a comment. And, uh, like, that was released, and uh, now you're asking me to speak to you about it, and I'm speaking to you about it. But as far as I'm concerned, everybody has a right to, to say what they like in terms of if it's if it's is this historically correct here, and if it actually is true that these things happened, and I'm saying that it is true. So that's, that's my opinion of it, and... Uh, I'm, I've no intention to do anything further about it. If, if I'm going to speak at the guard's reception, I'm not going to go and patronise him with some, some nonsense. But that's the truth of what happened. The book is an outstanding piece of history and it's so well done and so well written. It, this took a lot, a lot of work and the production is fantastic as well. And I think it does justice to uh, the two men, Tom Miller and Tony Fagan. They did an, an outstanding job. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.